0: Here we go. Yes. Here we fucking go. <laughs> Boy, I got to send you this meme I saw the other day. It's just this guy. It's a cartoon thing just staring at his laptop, just screaming to himself, here you go. Here we fucking go, trying to get pumped <laughs> up for his meaningless job in front of his laptop. That was 100% fucking me today. So, i uh, well, talking to you, brother, because today hold
1: on. I give you credit, first of all, that you have the energy and a shred of motivation to do that little pump-up speech. I actually admire that, man. It's better than me rolling out of bed in my fucking jammies in a fucking state of depression. And I just don't even try. I don't even try anymore.
0: Yeah, you know, you know, I'm eventually going to get there, but uh, I don't know. So (laughs) let's let's just fucking go. I mean, we got a lot to talk about, but... uh... I'll, I'll start off here. Uh, Whistlepig Piggyback, six-year, 100% r- rye is what I'm drinking. Brand new bottle, probably going to be gone by the end of the podcast. What are you drinking? Whistlepig Piggyback. Hold on. What's what's the piggyback all about? I don't know. It's like their normal stuff. Whistlepig pa- whistle Piggyback, 100% rye, aged six years, in a small batch pot distilled. No kidding. I never knew that the piggyback was just part of their thing. I always just heard a
1: Whistlepig. I'm not a big Whistlepig. I, I don't drink it often, but... I learned something new today.
0: Piggy yeah. Knowledge is power, well, would... brother. Knowledge is power. I hear you. I hear you. So,
1: uh, JB, I got going on right now a little bit of Angel Envy, Not the rye. Got the bourbon going on. That uh-huh. is one of the best bourbons I have ever had. Now, it gets a lot of hate, right? They're going to say, how are you going to take a bourbon and finish it in a fucking wine barrel? Look, I get it, but I'm all about it. I'm all about it, dude. And you know that I have to reserve the rye for very special occasions. So I got the yeah. bourbon going on tonight, man.
0: I like it. I like it. Huge fan of that. Huge fan of that. So mm. Let's jump into it because we got a good amount to cover. Um, yeah, we do. So on tap tonight, we're just going to talk about last week and see what the fuck happens. Uh, we'll recap, a little chili peppers at Fenway. Get right into fight night. Week two picks for uh, NFL and then week three college football. Gonna skip Survivor this week just for the sole fact of uh, there's no UFC fight on next week. So we'll dive deeper into that next week. You know, for all the yeah. subscribers that tuned in for Survivor, tune in next week. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Keep it on this
1: this background right now because it's very fitting. We're not gonna talk about Survivor. That's fine, right? But can we talk for just ten seconds about your week one experience you, with Pucky. Survivor? Yeah, no, no, I mean, I mean, look, it's it's only right that we address it. It's only right that you face the music to this background. And um, just just Joe Rogan style booth, tell me how you feel right now in this moment.
0: You know, I've, I've, I felt better, Joey. Um, you know, I, <laughs> I I pulled the Survivor picks out this week that, you know, in the hope you were going to forget about this with all the other shenanigans this uh, weekend, and you didn't. So, uh, fuck you. How could I? How could uh, I? Come on. Titans losing to the Giants. It's just, it's, it's absurd, and the fact that the Titans could have won it, and he missed the fucking <laughs> kick, like, I am selling the Titan stock out of Survivor Week 1, solid, solid, love, be. <laughs> Only thing I'll say is, and this is not a consolation prize, a lot of the pools I'm in, there's not a lot of people left. Um, yeah,
1: actually, yeah, I, I saw some shit, all kinds of Survivor League, um, you know, vendors, third-party hosters of leagues. I oh, like what the fuck happened week one. This is unprecedented.
0: Like, again, you talk about San Fran losing to the Bears. Right, right. You yeah. talk about the mighty Colts, who I think we were both pretty high on. Absolutely. They tied with the Texans? How about the Bengals dropping one to the Steelers? Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, we said last week sh- weird shit happens in week one, and I don't think anything else weirder could have happened. Um, I'll give you credit. Going against the Jets is always smart. Worked out well. Uh, Exactly. Those are basically the only people who are left in survivor pools, I think, at this point, with all the shenanigans that happened. And uh, I will give you credit on the uh, the Dolphins pick. I'm going to caveat it with that. I don't think it's that the Dolphins are that good. I think it's that the Patriots are that bad. Um, Uh, You you might. Yeah, you might be. um, You might be spot on with
1: that. I hope you're not. I hope I'm not too with zero that. Zero. I, 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 I hope He's you're not zero. right, man, because that's gonna be a tough fucking season for the Pats, man. But we'll see what the Dolphins are made up. We'll get into week two, playing the Ravens in week two. That's gonna be a telling matchup. But hey, look, JB, look, you've you've done right. You fessed up. You have faced the music. So I say we move on.
0: All right. So that was week one. Um clearly not a good game. Oh, only other thing I'll say is fucking same game parlay I had. All I needed was Derek Henry to get in the fucking end zone.
1: What, what did you have in the same
0: game? Score a touchdown. Uh,
1: yeah. You know, Hilly had tore it up, bro. I know. His backup stole the shine. Uh, it's just,
0: I, last fucking thing we'll say here, right? Like, Cowboys are the only team that didn't score a touchdown in week one. <laughs> yeah. And Dak is now out for how long? I think the last I heard was six to eight weeks. I mean, there goes yeah. that fucking season.
1: Yeah, six to eight weeks. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. I. I loved this before the season started, and I love it even more now, man. The Eagles, the Eagles own the NFC East, bro. Own it. I think Cowboys are going to be battling the Giants for the last spot in the division. And you know what? I love it. I love seeing it. I like it. I enjoy it, JB.
0: I do. I'm high on the Eagles as well. I will say, though, I'm also high on those Lions, man. They they did not go down quietly in week one, and I no. think they're going to be, again, I, they're probably not going to make the playoffs. They're probably not going to win the division. They are going to be a problem for teams, though. There's going to be a couple good teams that drop a game to the Lions that they shouldn't. Um, yeah,
1: they're fun to watch, man. Yeah. They come
0: to scrap. They come to play, man. They're, they're fun to watch. So, with that, let's put a bow on week one. We'll try to uh, survive. Again, I'll still go through Survivor as if I'm still alive. You know, if week one's the only week I lose, even though I win no money, I'd, I'd say that's pretty good. But, uh <laughs> Let's jump into the shit show that was UFC 279 here, real.
1: quick. Oh God, yeah, dude. What? What? The, what the fuck? What actually happened?
0: What actually? All I happened? know is I got the fucking update on my phone that Kazmat missed weight, and mm-hmm. I read it, missed weight. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Not that big a deal. Then I see by seven and a half fucking pounds. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, he didn't try at all. Um. No. It was cool how it all played out, in my opinion, because I feel like we were finding things out real time with, like, Twitter and Instagram, and it was, like, fighters were, like, posting, I'll do this if we get five rounds, I'll do this if we sign the money, blah, blah, blah. That was cool. I don't buy the excuse. Well, yeah, that's one of the wildest things
1: now about social media JP, isn't it like when shit goes down and people are just craving information or news or whatever we don't turn the tv on and and watch the news or watch sports center for an update right like that's that's no way it's crazy how shit is just flying every which way in terms of information and how how quick that all unfolded i want to say well, look i know people have different opinions of was the whole thing set up was there some shenanigans jb you and i were talking about diaz versus comzat this fight shouldn't happen it can't happen and then what do you know it doesn't happen but i gotta say i'm not one of those people who thinks it was set up from the start i don't i just i'm just not one of them i think these ufc fighters are out to get this they're out to get paid uh, they don't care about, you know, the general cause of the UFC, which is why they can't come together and fight real things like fighters pay. They're very, you know, individual focused fighters just looking to make some money. So I don't think I, I don't buy the conspiracy shit, man. I, what, what about you?
0: I don't buy the conspiracy thing. What I will say is, I've lost a lot of respect for Chimaev, and that I'm going to root against him in every fight. Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: for sure, man. For sure. Um,
0: to come in, like the health issue was that he was cutting too quickly, so they told him. So there wasn't an underlying health issue why he couldn't get there. Quite frankly, I think he thought he could he could beat Diaz with his eyes closed. Maybe he could have, yeah. and he didn't give a fuck. Um,
1: yeah. I agree. And I, I'll tell you this, I, I I I think he's a better bad guy, to be honest. Oh, he I is. He's, he's, he's the Razor Ramon much, of UFC yeah. now. He's, he's the <laughs> yeah. bad guy, yeah, yeah. I think he's much better at that, and I think if he has a brain, uh, he's going to recognize that he's he struck gold now as the bad guy. I don't give a fuck. He's going to have limited English, just going to talk about killing his opponents, play with the crowd. I think that's his future, and I think he'll be damn good at it. And he's a, he's a damn good fighter as well, but I think he's yeah. a great bad guy.
0: But what, what I don't buy – and again, I buy most of the story here, but what I don't buy is, oh, we called a doctor because he was having issues, and then we had to told him to stop cutting weight. Like, cutting weight is not good for your health, period. No. All no. those people that were cutting weight were probably having the same fucking symptoms he was. Maybe his were more severe. Maybe I'll give him that, especially if he had to get down and a lot of weight. But I don't buy the whole health issue excuse. Like, just call it what it is. He's fucked up. He didn't give a shit. He thought he didn't. he didn't care about this fight whatsoever. He knew he was going to have to wait for another bigger fight, so he just said kind of fuck it. Like, to think that you can go into a fight seven and a half pounds overweight and then cut it within 48 hours, you're an asshole. Well, hey, look, liability,
1: my man. Liability. Dude, fighters have been doing that for decades in the UFC, bro. It's liability. And I tell you, you want to know who's at fault here? Begins with the big D, and that is motherfucking Disney. I'm telling you, man. You cannot have the UFC rolling up into ESPN, rolling up into Disney, taking on that kind of liability. What you said is spot on. What happens there before those fights is extremely unhealthy and oftentimes dangerous, right? Yeah. They yeah. can't take that liability of some shit happening in Disney getting sued. They know what they've invested in in the UFC, and there's there's a few things that they could probably get into trouble for, uh, And that's one of them, man. That's what I think. Just the fact they've never introduced doctors at all in the history of the UFC until recently, right? I think it's going to be bad news and you're going to start seeing more of this, right? Because when you're cutting weight, bro, bring it back to my old wrestling days, dude, you are not feeling good. You're not. So if you voice that or if you just look like shit – the company's going to feel obligated to get a doctor involved, it's, and it's it's bad news, man. Hopefully, this doesn't become a trend, but we'll see.
0: Yeah. So anyway, that was the what the fuck weekend. I will caveat. Um, I think me and Joey were both a little banged up in watching the main card because. Oh uh, God, yeah. We had come, and I'm, you know, just to be clear, we're not promoting really anyone here, but the Red Hot Chili Peppers put on one <laughs> oh, fucking hell of a show. Absolutely. Um, it was definitely cool because I mean, obviously, seeing a concert in Fenway Park's cool um the atmosphere was awesome weather was amazing i just forgot how many good fucking songs they had every song they played i was like this is a fucking hit holy shit
1: yeah what i was most impressed with jb was aside from the the hits dude and it was just non-stop maybe there was one song one or two max that i wasn't all that familiar with but what i was most impressed with with these guys besides their physique of course shirts off looking all jacked up much respect at that age bro but most impressed with like the improvisation in between songs these dudes were just riffing drummer losing his mind on the drums getting all kinds of solos in between songs that was pure entertainment man i thought that they crushed it
0: they did and i will just say the light show was fucking fantastic as well i don't know if it was our seats i mean clearly you can see (laughs) those watching the youtube video i mean our seats were kind of perched up high those lights were just fucking fantastic um and you know, for those for those that are watching, we got Boston Bruise Bets koozies. So you know, oh become yeah, a, become a subscriber and all that. Shoot us a little message, and maybe I'll send you a koozie or two. Um, absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, a- awesome show. Another thing that made it great, um, Sandier. And here's where I'm gonna try to get a plug. Oh yeah. on so Sandier. If you're listening, book a brother up here. Um, right. Place was awesome. I think it's called Sandier Pierce One Hundred One or Pierce Boston or something like that literally down the street from Fenway Park. Um yeah. it was amazing. It's, it's 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 an apartment. It's not a hotel. Um it was a great place to hang out before the concert, after the concert. When we walked out and everyone was scrambling to the T or the commuter rail, it was like up oh, two steps and we're in an apartment building and this is where we are to watch UFC. So um highly recommend it and sandier if you if you want to sponsor us, you know, give me give me a call. Give me a call. Absolutely JB go for it man. Shoot you a shot. I'll tell you one thing better than the location
1: which is Prime is the fucking game room they got in this place? The common area game room has like we're talking old school arcades, even Atari machines. There was Pac Man, bro. Straight up Pac-Man on Atari with an o- overlooking like the Boston skyline. That is a unique experience in its own, bro.
0: Yeah. It's this place, uh this place was jet, so I appreciate the guy who recommended it to me. But uh yeah, Sandier, hit me up. Come on, let's get let's get a little promo mm-hmm, thing going mm-hmm,
1: here. Mm-hmm. Give him a koozie, bro.
0: Yeah, Kuzi will definitely get it done, right? That's all <laughs> everybody really wants. All right, so we've kind of debriefed on everything that was last week, so let's talk about this week. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll say, I don't know. I'm going to say mediocre card as hang we go over. through it. It's a hangover of Akai, JB. And it's a card that we have, and then we don't have a fight week. Like, if I'm just being honest, I'm sitting here counting days until the next pay-per-view on October 22nd when that card is just
1: fucking lights out
0: so i think i'm sitting here for that and this is what i'm about to see then knowing i have a week off not super super pumped about it but you know let's see if we got anything here if there's anything we can talk about um i guess you know we're gonna keep it to. if we don't have a pick we don't have a play we're just gonna say yeah no fuck this fight if we do we'll go into a little bit more detail this nicholas versus van camp fight I got nothing. I'm not a huge Van Camp fan, and I'm going to stay away from it. I'm not even going to pick a winner here. You got anything?
1: No, I'm with you on this one, JB. First fight of the prelims. Let's make sure we're situated with our beers. Make sure the tone is set properly. We got a nice spot on the couch, bro. That's how I'm going to spend my
0: time in this fight. I like it. I like it. Tony Gravely versus uh, Havid Basarat.
1: Yeah. What are your thoughts here? Anything? I like Gravely, man. He's a little tank. The dude is a little tank, man. And I like him. He's got KO power and he comes out guns blazing in the first round. And, you know, that's, that's, ugh. I'm, uh, the, the guy's fighting, um you know, unproven. I don't, uh, he doesn't have nearly as much experience as Gravely. So, I mean, he's a contender series guy. He's had one fight in the UFC anyone by unanimous decision but i mean like i don't gravely's a vet not only is he a vet but dude packs some power i must be missing something here jb for gravely to be a plus 140 dog here i must be yeah. missing something um gotta stay away from it from a betting perspective maybe check that first round ko prop and see if it is tasty enough but <laughs> otherwise stay away
0: stay away from the tasty. didn't work out last time we said so we, we no. did that uh yeah, tasty. confirming. Gravely is 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 uh, underdog here. I don't know enough about this other guy. To your point, the contender series guy. I think he's got one UFC fight over Giles, who's on this card later. He won. Mm. He beat him.
1: No, that's uh, that's Trevin Giles, bro.
0: Yeah, isn't he on this card though later?
1: Yeah, Giles is on this card. He uh, he beat Trevin Jones. Oh, oh Jones and Giles, five star.
0: Ah, that so, that uh, yeah. that whiskey's hitting real quick. Apparently, I just think Trevin. Um,
1: well, hey, you know that night he's young.
0: This guy's name is the Snow Leopard. <sighs> He's and
1: coming dude. Yeah, he is. He is. But look, hey, Tony
0: Gravely's no fucking joke. Man. Yeah. I, again, probably stand away from it. But if you do like a dog parlay or something like that for a little sprinkle, he, I could mm-hmm. see him. I wouldn't really fuck with anything. Maybe just the 140. Um, If he gets above plus 150, plus, you know, he might be worth sprinkling something on here. But I'm with you right now. Not on the car. Potentially in a parlay piece. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Maria Agapova versus Jillian Mm -hmm. Robertson. (sighs) My pick in bet is Jillian Robertson.
1: Yeah.
0: A lot of money on Jillian Robertson. She's a (laughs) Canadian fighter, so I don't know how you're behind her. I know. Um, I know. I know. know. (sighs) I'll stick with it. I just I don't feel good about it, so I may not actually bet it. But I also don't like that she's a dog. Yeah. Jillian Robertson is my pick. What do you got here? Good.
1: Uh, I'm also with Jillian. Might roll with her by sub, my man. Uh, look, I know she's... Can- I-, I like her, actually. Okay, Is she ever going to fight for a-, for a belt? Or at least anytime soon? No. Same with most up-and-coming Canadian fighters. Oh, man, I'm hating on them too bad, bro. But anyway, Jillian <laughs> Robinson, I like her, and I like her by sub. Why? Maria Agapova is a psycho. She is psychotic, bro. The last fight she had, I remember, was Brena Moroz. It was... Uh, shortly after when the the ukraine conflict started it was like a couple weeks after that or something and she fought she fought hard she cried after i mean she destroyed her she subbed her and i guess they had trained together before i think maria agapova presents well she comes out with all this energy all this confidence she's batshit crazy which is great for a fighter but when she faces somebody who's a better mixed martial artist than her she loses that's i mean that's that's What happened with Marina Moroz, Shayna Dobson, she got knocked out. So when she loses, she gets finished. I think Jillian Robertson has more technique. I think she's a better MMA fighter. And I'll take her. I'm going to definitely pick her, bro, but I'm going to look at that sub prop as well. I think Bria Agapova probably does not have a future in the UFC.
0: Now you're saying that, I really like that sub prop. I'm just looking at her wins. I mean, mm-hmm. she's got him, but I'm doing my math right here. Ten wins, one by KO, seven sub, and two decisions. Um Yeah, Agapova's just
1: crazy, man. She makes mistakes nonstop, and I think Julian Robinson, she, she can capitalize on that.
0: I like it. What I like more is the nicknames in this fight. It's the Demon Slayer versus the Savage. <laughs> um you told me that was a chick fight i don't believe you just at least those nicknames so that's uh that's what i like out of all this but i do like Jordan robertson the, the sub prop has got me a little more intrigued that you mentioned that but I'm, yeah i don't think sure. sub prop i'm probably staying away
1: yeah yeah probably was demon slayer first demon
0: Slayer. that is such a cool name dude oh <laughs> I wish I'm JB. Imagine I was JB Demon Slayer. That'd be just so much more intimidating. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, a great name game for myself here. Um, all right, who we got? Trey Ogden versus Daniel Zell Huber. That's definitely wrong. I don't even know how to say that name. What the fuck is with this line, though?
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. JB uh, Zell Huber uh, at minus three hundred five. And I, you know, this is another prelim. JB, I'll go out, refill my beer, pass straight up, all around, no pick, no bet.
0: I like it. Uh, you know, I thought Trey Ogden had a better fucking competition, but he really hasn't fought anyone. So it's clearly Trey is not anything special. This guy is 12 and 0 that he's facing. His nickname is the Golden Boy. Yeah. It's such a lame yeah. nickname. Every fucking person's called the Golden Boy. Um, he hasn't fought anybody. Contender Series guy. This is his first actual UFC fight. So here's my problem. Contender series, your first fight, your minus three hundred five, right? I don't love it, and as I say that, there's a fight later on that's going to be worse than that, and I'm going to love. So I'm going to shut up and say uh, no bet here.
1: Yeah, just don't. Just these are the things you got to stay away from, bro.
0: Really. All right, Luma Luca Bumi Mm -hmm. versus Denise Gomes. I want to bet Luma. I don't like her at minus two ten, so probably a pass for me. Any thoughts here? How about
1: yeah? Well, Luma by decision. I mean that's that's how she wins fights. She's super super short, incredible striker, fantastic Muay Thai. But in terms of the power, yeah, you know, just I'm not sold. Uh, very technical strikes could could catch her with one and, and knock her out. But like Luma by decision, I I, I like, and she's cash before on that for me. So I I um, I'd be interested. I'd be interested to see what that prop is. But um, it's currently you know, only at minus
0: one twenty five, Joey. What Oh, really? That's it? Yeah, not tasty enough, bro. Pass. Not tasty. Pass. Not tasty enough, and not tasty enough because I, she lost to Angela Hill. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. So this is definitely mm-hmm. a pass for me. Um, I don't know anything <laughs> about Denise Combs, but I know enough that if I look at her Tapology page, I don't recognize any names. Oh wait, she's dude, this fucking fight card is ridiculous. Another contender series winner, a right. UFC yeah, yeah, fight. Yeah, so she has no competition on her record. Uh, pass. Let's not even waste yeah. any more time. Let's just pass.
1: Yeah, move on.
0: I am not betting the Aspen Lad, sarah McMahon fight, but I know you have a fo- you have some thoughts here, so I'll just let you run with that one.
1: I am 120% dedicated and committed to fading Aspen Lad. First of all, can you tell me why a 27-year-old is fighting a 41-year-old? Isn't that just on paper? Isn't that is, there's something really wrong about that? It's not right. It's not right. Now, you might say, okay, well, obviously, you better on the 27-year-old. No, because that 27-year-old is Aspen Ladd. Aspen Ladd, I actually used to like when she first came out before her injury. But when I have watched her coming back after her injury, there are two things I fucking hate. One is her performance in the octagon. She looks horrible. Horrible. And two... This girl thinks she's just too cool for school, bro. Her attitude at the press conferences, talking to the media. Now, look, I understand. Talking to the media must suck. I'm Walking through landmines and probably don't give a shit. Last thing you want to do, right? But where does this confidence come from with this girl? I understand she came out hot, dude. In her career, she won, what, like, I don't know, seven in a row or something like that? Now, not all of them in the UFC, but... Uh, I think her confidence at this point is so misplaced. And her performance in the octagon is, has really matched that. So give me the 41-year-old Sarah McMahon. Why? Well, she's fought women like Juliana Peña, right? Mm-hmm. Marion Renault, Ketlyn Vieira. Those are, those are her last three losses, okay? These are real women's MMA fighters. Right? Aspen Ladd is not a real women's MMA fighter. I thought she was going to be. I really did. But, man, I am so committed to fading her. Give me Sarah McMahon that dog money. But I'm going to wait this out, JB, because, man, do the people love some Aspen Lad? Let the money pour in. Get Aspen up to minus 170, 180, or something stupid. And then, boom. Sarah McMahon by decision. Let's let's. I, I think that's where I'm leaning. But I am so committed to Fate and Aspen, lad. I am on the Sarah McMahon train here, JB.
0: I like it. Um, potentially, tell you there. I'm going to try to do something here, and I don't know if it's going to work or not. So bear with me here a little bit. Mm. That's Sarah McMahon oh. right now, right? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. That's a UFC fighter, right? Like, you look at that oh, and yeah. like, that's a UFC fighter. She's scrapped.
1: She's scrapped.
0: How you bet on that? <laughs> How? Like, no disrespect. She's in better shape than I am. Holy fuck. Like, the way she's holding her hands is not intimidating whatsoever.
1: I know, JB, but this is the thing. Look at look at the 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 filter of uh, the soft glow and gloss and the makeup. And she's so young and cute. She's easy to get behind, bro, right? But, again, it's why I love this fucking sport. None of that shit matters. Lock the octagon. We'll see what you made of. I've seen what she's made of. I'm out.
0: Yeah, I uh definitely am with you after looking at that picture. But dude, nice, nice job with the tech, man. Is like that the that, first man time you it, Is man. that the
1: first time we've shared a screen? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was literally wow. so panicked. I'm like, what am I sharing right now? Dude, well done, brother. Well done, man. All right. <laughs> Trevin Giles versus Kose. Uh, uh. uh you go first. You go first on this because I think I know what I want to do and I don't think you're going to like it. But let me hear what your thoughts are. Oh, Trevin
1: Giles, man. Look, he has lost his last two fights by KO. One of them against my boy, Dricus Duplessis, who I, I like a lot. Uh Michael Morales, I, I He got caught for sure. This is his comeback fight, brother. This is Trevin Giles's comeback fight. Before those two losses, his last two losses by KO, the dude was on a tear. I do think that this guy, I I I think he's got a spot. You know, I think he's got a spot in the rankings, bro. I think he's. This is his comeback fight. Uh, I'm gonna take him here. I don't know. I think minus two ten is ah, a little too chalky for a guy who's got KO'd in his last two fights. But um, my pick certainly here is Trevin Giles. Now, why am I not gonna like your your take on this, JB?
0: Because. Well, again, I, you know what I want to bet on is this is the this fight card kind of sucks, but it's got the best nicknames on the fight. This one's the problem versus the monster. I mean, come yeah, on, it's I'm true. It <laughs> um, Kosi at plus 180 facing someone who's on a pretty bad skid is somewhat tasty to me. Now, what I don't like is because I keep going back against myself. Right. This is a contender series guy whose only yeah. fight that not in the contender series was a loss. Right. Um and now he's fighting Trevin Giles, who's on a skid. So, is the UFC serving Giles guy up on a platter to get back on a win streak? Potentially, when someone's mm. on that bad of a uh, you know losing streak, I it's hard for me to take him. So, this is either a dog or pass for me. So, I won't be telling your Giles pick, but I'm probably going to stay away from it at this point completely.
1: Sure, I mean it's worth mentioning. Um, you know, the guy that uh, Mr. Kosi lo- he lost to Sasha Pelletin. Didn't- didn't- no, Palatinikov is no longer in the UFC. So he had one fight in the UFC, Luis Cosi, and he lost to a guy who's no longer in the UFC. Don't disrespect Trevor Giles like that, bro. Come on.
0: All right. Fair fair point. I like it. I like it. You might have just convinced me, but uh <laughs> probably a pass. So you know, let's just uh let's call right, it a pass. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Damon Jackson versus Pat Zabatini. Um, Pat Zabatini. Correct me if I'm wrong here, Joey. Is a former CES guy, like going way back, I think. Um, so did he used to be in CES, yeah? He did, yeah, way back when. Like I'm talking like 2018 time frame, I think. Oh, it's not um, that long ago. All right. Yeah. He's got some wins. He's got some wins against Damon Blackshear. I don't know if you remember that. Hey, boy Yeah. Boy yeah, Demond. yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> listen, I I like him. Minus 180. I don't know. Kind of potentially taking him by sub. Uh most of his fights end up submission. So potentially a look at the sub prop for him. You got any thoughts on this? No, I, I do like Sabatini
1: as well. And you are correct. A former CES fighter. Yeah. Oh. So CES, yeah, think... us up.
0: sponsor us. we got to get some sponsors. CES. Let's go. Come I on. agree. Pat I Sullivan, agree let's go here.
1: Yeah. Hey, Hey, look, CES fighter by default. I'm riding with Pat Sabatini CES. Look, Hey, come on. We, we are loyal, dedicated fans. Over here in Boston, Bruges bets man. Hook us up.
0: Pat Sabatini win by sub is plus four hundred. So that is tasty. That is tasty enough for me to touch that.
1: I'm just saying, D- Damon Jackson. I-, I do like him, man. He's a tough guy. He's a tough guy. Uh, but I can't go against CES. Yeah, no, no. Do you know what Damon right. Jackson's nickname is? Uh,
0: no, uh, did I miss a good nickname.
1: Nah, the leech. He's another yeah, okay. Leech, yeah, but from leech. the US,
0: how, you know, how... <laughs> That's lame. Lame. Moving yeah. on. Moving on. What we got. Anthony Hernandez versus Marc Andre. Canadian fighter. You faded him. What are you doing here? No, I'm actually gonna
1: I'm actually gonna take him. I'm actually gonna take him. Um I think uh you know it, it's it's a fight. By take him I mean pick him. Okay. Uh yeah. Anthony Hernandez, I believe that's Fluffy, isn't it? Anthony yeah. Hernandez. Weak yeah. nickname. Weak. But look, you know what? I'm gonna leave it at that, JB. His nickname is fucking Fluffy. I'm fading him. Pick Marc-Andre.
0: I like it. Um, I was definitely, that was my original pick. The only thought I had was Hernandez has only got two losses, one of which is to Kevin Holland. Mm -hmm. It's kind of fair. And he has beaten Brendan Allen, who I know Brendan Allen's not anything amazing, but I'm a huge Brendan Allen fan, so that kind of makes me second-guess myself here. Um, Marc-Andre, he beat Jordan Wright. Okay. I think my pick's... I'm gonna go Marc Andre, I think. Oh, power bar? That's a pretty cool fucking nickname. Marc Andre <laughs> power bar. Um, probably gonna pick him. What about fight does not go the distance? Because Marc Andre's got some power and Anthony Hernandez is a submission guy. So fight does not go the distance might be the play here, actually, to be honest with you.
1: It's actually not bad. Yeah. Mark Andre, bunch of KOs on the record. Has been to decision, but he's also been knocked out himself. He's got he's never been submitted. So Anthony Hernandez, Mr. Fluffy, would be the first to do it. Um, It's interesting. It's almost like Fluffy by sub or Marc-Andre by KO. Either way, doesn't go the distance. Not bad. Not bad, JB.
0: So it doesn't go the distance as minus 165. I just want to see because you got me thinking now with this whole DraftKings does that stupid thing where you can say, well, this fighter by this method or this fighter by that method.
1: Um, Might get some plus money on that, huh?
0: I don't know if that if it, Mark Andre by KO. Anthony Hernandez by sub is minus 125. So no, if you think on. that's the only way it's not, I mean, the fight does not go does not go the distance is minus 165. Is Mark Andre gonna submit him? Probably not. Is Anthony no. gonna KO him? No. So no you do minus 125? Uh, probably not. No, but just not, just, not, tasty not easy enough.
1: enough. Not yeah. tasty enough. It's not. It's not, man. So pass. I'm going to watch pass. this one.
0: Pass. Yeah. I think, I think it's going to be a good fight, but pass on a betting-wise.
1: Exactly. Refill the beers for the main card.
0: Dude, how many beers are you having? Like, you said you're going to be refilling the beers. Like, fucking, where, like, oh, no, no, no. Well, yeah, well, you
1: know, I mean, look, it's just I'm creating some imagery for the listeners, bro. Come on. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. I God, definitely skipped you. a fight here. What am I? Oh, were we yeah, on the main card?
1: Didn't. We're on the main yeah, card. Yeah, right? we're cruising to the main card. That's why we refilled yeah, our bad. beers. You're not seeing the images I'm seeing. You're not getting my imagery, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Tanner <laughs> versus, was this Nazi Mento? Nazi Mento? Yeah, Nazi Mento, yeah.
1: You're hey, you want, to talk about, you, you want to talk about nicknames, JB? Let's go. The Bulldozer, Tanner Bosa versus Yogi Bear. <laughs> head,
0: so. The way you changed the inflection of your voice made that.
1: By the way, <laughs> that's a bit odd, but uh, I don't know. You gonna take
0: so on this one? Uh, no. I want to take Tanner. I want to. I knew Tanner. it. I feel.
1: I feel like you're a Tanner Bozer guy. At home. I am. I feel. I, like. he, no,
0: he could be my boy. If you were gonna say that,
1: I, like, I wasn't gonna say it, but I feel it.
0: Um, if I take him though, probably by KO. Um. I don't know. He might be one of those like violence parlays or something like that. Take him by KO, someone else by KO, and call it a day. But uh, yeah, I'll take I take uh, Tanner here. Yeah, yeah. and no, he did KO OSP. That's
1: a uh, that's a feat, you know. Yeah. That's a, but in the end, here, of course, Tanner Bozer, the bulldozer, does have a bit of Canada in him. Uh, now, nah, you know, I'm going with Rodrigo Nascimento. I I, I think. Um, What's interesting to me is the submissions, right? Out of eight wins, Rodrigo's got six by sub, right? These are big boys here. These are big boys. Uh, Tanner Bozer, he's been submitted twice. Uh, Oh, no, no. He's performed two submissions. Wow, he's got two subs. I need to rethink this, man. For some reason, with Tanner Bozer, I just think he's – like bulldozer? A, a, a bulldozer, a, 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 a bulldozer. I, I was just gonna, I was, wasn't gonna say bulldozer, but just like a guy who is gonna come at you, come at you swinging, just a guy who just is down for a good slug fest, aka the bulldozer. So, I don't know, man. My initial thought was Rodrigo Nascimento by sub because that's how he wins, right? But I don't know, man. The more I just think about the bulldozer. The more I lean towards him. Either way, what are the odds here? We got minus one sixty-five. It's the favorite, Rodrigo plus one forty. What would he be by sub? Is my only question.
0: Let's uh, let's take a look <sighs> here. The benefit of that—that
1: to, to be honest, JB, that to me is tempting. That is tempting um, for me to take a stab at.
0: So Tanner by KO is plus one thirty. Nascimento by sub is plus three hundred.
1: And see, that is something I'm interested in. For real, that is something I am interested in. I think, uh, for me, Rodrigo Nascimento is an up-and-coming guy, 8-1, twenty-nine. 29. He's, he's, his best years are ahead of him, I believe. Tanner Boza, I think his best years are behind him. So that plus 300, I might dabble in that, JB.
0: We might have to call this one the show, we bet. I'm not there yet. Um, Nascimento only has one win in the UFC.
1: Agreed, that's what I mean. Up-and-coming, yeah. young buck against the old bull.
0: Yeah, Even might be a shooey bet. Me, I don't know. I think we're on opposite ends here. We'll we'll, we'll see how it plays we out. We might
1: be. All right. All right. Okay. I'm open to it.
0: All right. Again, correct me if I'm wrong here. Joseph Pfeiffer, CES guy? Uh,
1: He actually was, man. I know this for a fact. You know why? Why? I had. To know more about this guy when his nickname is Body Bags with a Z at the dude, end, dude, such an Don't awesome work. nickname.
0: Punchless brought this up too. When they said that, I'm like, that's the best <laughs> nickname on the face of the
1: earth. Oh, dude, I was drawn to it. I'm glad Dale saw that as well. I mean, when you see it, I gotta know about the guy, and that's when you see boom, CES, former CES fighter back in 2018. Great year for CES, apparently. So uh, I mean, look, <laughs> what else is there to say? His uh his opponent uh alan Amadowski. so i i like cool he's he's from macedonia 34 a little bit older when i look at his last three fights he has lost them all been finished two of the three right so you know when you're gonna show me a guy without many recognizable names because they were all outside of the ufc his wins this is a guy who got to the ufc his first fight lost a decision. Second fight got knocked out, third fight got submitted. And now you're going to give him body bags? Are you kidding me, bro? No. It just doesn't work like that. So in terms of the uh the odds, okay. <laughs> Apparently the uh you know, Vegas agrees, body bags is looking pretty at minus 435. Therefore, I just what are you going to do, JB? What are you going to do? I can't have fun with that minus 435.
0: So you can't. But here's what we're going to do. So one, one thing I like to point out is Dana White fucking loves Pfeiffer. I don't normally white watch the D- Dana White contender series, like you know, Monday Night Football, Tuesday, Dana White. It's too much. So I don't normally watch it. I did yeah. watch a replay of Pfeiffer's when he won the contract. Dana White literally screamed, if you want a contract, be more like Joseph Pfeiffer. Be more like Joseph Pfeiffer. He's the only really? one contract on that on that series because he was so disappointed at everyone else's performance. Pfeiffer KO'd the guy, like beat the shit out of him. Wow. Um, love it. Love it. What I was gonna do, and I'm so Again, I was at the punch list. They had Pfeiffer at plus 100 by KO. This is probably us being stuck with just New Hampshire sportsbook with no competition. Mm. Our Pfeiffer by KO is minus 165. Ah, really? Plus 100 was enough to kind of... Uh, sure. Locks, potentially? Minus 165, sure. not doing it. What I am going to do is Pfeiffer by KO, Tanner by KO, and Mark Andre by KO and a little KO parlay. Oh, yeah, KO P. What ah, what's that going to do? If I do this real quick, If I do this real quick. Oh, that is
1: that is aggressive. That is very aggressive. Nothing KO like parlay a K-O parlay to get the blood going, man.
0: KO parlay for the three fights in a row plus twelve eighty five. That's tasty. That that's pretty. Tasty I don't. There, I, I don't. I wait. don't
1: hate it. I don't hate it, JP. I don't actually. Not only do I not hate it, I'm starting to like it.
0: So that's my pick. Uh, otherwise, can't play it to your point. Minus four thirty-five, the NY Contender Series guy. I'm not laying that money for that. But KO, a little parlay piece, I could say.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, JB. I'm going to look at that round one KO for Pfeiffer. Uh, Abadovsky's been finished his last two fights in the first round. I'm interested in that round one KO prop for Pfeiffer. Let's take
0: a quick look here. Take
1: a little take take a little look. See for take me. Take a little take look-see. a little look. Take a look. See. Minus one ten. No, you <laughs> son of a bitch! How do you? How are you going to tell me he was by KO for plus one hundred at one point in time?
0: Oh no, he probably is. This is the this is the problem when a sports book has a fucking monopoly on you and you can't line shop. of a
1: bitch! I want nothing to do with it. Fuck this shit. Dude.
0: <sighs> Minus one ten to finish someone round one K. In, in, yes. in the
1: first <laughs> round, what kind of madness is that? Do I have to pick a goddamn second in the first round for it to happen? <laughs> I've that's done it before. So I'll do it again. I will do it again.
0: So <laughs> All right. You take the next fight because you have a take that's worked out oh so well for us in the past. So why don't you take this next fight? Well, hey, Andre Touchy
1: Feely, JB. When I was in Vegas for international fight
0: week over the pause, summer, pause, pause. What what's his nickname? Andre Touchy Feely. Touchy, as in like you're touching someone.
1: It's wordplay, bro. Touchy feely. You see what he did? Oh yeah, de- so that guy's got confidence, bro. Let's start there. Let's start there. This guy has confidence. Why? He's dangerous. So he has no problem saying, hey guys, guess what? I, from this point on, am Andre Touchy Feely. If you don't like it, let's scrap, dude. It's a true, true, true story, true history of Andre. He told me when I met him. It was actually where I was going with this whole thing, bro. I did actually get to meet this guy and uh, they set up, you know, these these booths and whatever, and you wait fucking two and a half hours in line to get up to, uh, you know, a set of four or five booths, and Andre Freely was, was one of the guys there, and pretty cool guy, very kind of quiet, kind of got that, um, I don't know, you can tell the dude's dangerous, he's not, um, you know, very um, extroverted, but look, let's talk about him as a fighter, man. Um, I've been a fan of this guy watching him fight. He's, he's an exciting dude to watch. Uh, but here's the thing, man. So he's going against Bill Algio, right? Uh, Senor perfect. Here's my take on this. I was on the Andre Touchy Feely train, bro. But you want to know something? Touchy Feely's last fight, he got knocked out by Joe Anderson Brito. Okay? You look at Senor Perfecto in Villalgio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know his last fight? <laughs> Herbert Burns knocked him out.
0: <laughs> no, no, so, no, 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 yeah, no. It was. Yeah, it was. No. The topology is win. talking about? Exhaustion from damage.
1: Oh, dude, you know what I see? I'm looking at sure, dog, bro. TKO and then in parentheses, retirement.
0: No, 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 no. This is why which I gotta is, get I gotta is, get, get you on, worse? I gotta get you on the tapology train because there literally is nothing worse than having a loss because of exhaustion on your record. <laughs> Robert Burns win exhaustion from damage. <laughs> that has to be the worst thing on the face of the earth. <laughs>
1: I was just gonna ask you, JB, what's worse. Exhaustion by damage or TKO parentheses retirement, but I think exhaustion by damage is.
0: I mean exhaustion All is right. like you took a nap in the fucking ring.
1: Look, in, it, in it's in it's by damage. So you got by your damage. ass kicked so bad that you became exhausted and. <laughs> okay, enough. Look, let's scrap that whole Herbert Burns fight because what I was getting at is the fight right before that, Bill Algio. You know what he did? He beat. Joe Anderson Brito by unanimous decision. All right? Joe Anderson Brito knocked Andre Feely out. I don't feel good about the Andre Feely train. I feel bad. I, Feely, not confident with the pick. So this, I'm going to stay away from it because I don't trust Bill Algeo either. I don't know, JB. I'm torn here. What do you think?
0: Uh, I'm going Senor Perfecto um, simply because I know Bellier. I did win money on the Herbert Barnes fight, Exhaustion from damage. I'm a little biased. Mm, Also, your boy, uh, Touchy, his last win was against Charles Jourdain. Do we need to go down the road of our thoughts on Charles Jourdain? (sighs) We do not. No, we do not. Okay, fair enough. Let's move on. My pick's Billy A. It sounds like you're going on touchy-feely. We'll see if it actually makes it on a card. I feel like this might be a popcorn fight. Could be. Oh, this next fight is bang bang versus Robocop. What to do? What to do? What are your thoughts?
1: Robocop, big fan, man. Big fan. This, I mean, his last fight, uh, when he knocked out Julian Marquez, there are certain, you know, when you're watching, you know, UFC and you're watching somebody who who you really haven't seen before, haven't even heard of really, mm-hmm. and you watch them and they just impress you, like with their aggression, their technique, their ability to just destroy somebody. RoboCop kind of gave me that vibe when he was fighting Julian Marquez. And I thought Julian Marquez, I thought he was an up-and-coming guy. I thought he would continue to win and maybe eventually crack the rankings. But RoboCop destroyed him in the first round. Destroyed him as a true RoboCop would. So for that reason, I remember that feeling when he did it. I am on RoboCop on this one. Give me Rodriguez. When I look at the odds, plus 105, dog money, I will take that money line. And I'm even interested here. To take a look at the finish by RoboCop, I am because you look at Chitty Chitty, uh, Chitty Bang Bang, right? He's lost seven times and six of those times he has been finished. Three by KO, three by sub. So I think RoboCop by finish. That's my take.
0: All right. Uh, I am also a big fan of RoboCop, so I don't want that to get uh, lost here. But Chitty Bang Bang, man, give me him by KO. what I want to see, what is fight does not go the distance in this for one. sure? Good call. minus 250. Yeah, this fight ain't no, the court. distance, no, of <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I think my play is going to be chitty bang bang by ko. Um, we'll see if mm. the line moves a little bit. I think when this fight opened, it was a pick 'em, so it was minus yeah. 110, minus 110, and there's been a little bit of money on chitty. Um, so we'll see where it lands out, but. Right now, I'm thinking KO, or I think we both agree this is not going to go to the uh, judge's scorecard, which probably means it's going to, so if you're listening, at that. (laughs) You can tell, fuck us, so. (laughs) Sanhagen versus Song Yadong. I think my pick is Song Yadong simply because he's plus 160 versus minus 190. I think this probably should be a pick type fight. Yeah. Um, what I was very confused on was fight does not go the dis uh, fight does not go to decision or does not go the distance. Whatever the fucking right thing mm-hmm. is, no is plus one ten. So um, Vegas thinks this is going to go to the judges' scorecards.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I guess I I kind
0: of eh. five rounds five rounds these two.
1: Yeah, they that's right for a five rounder. Anything can happen, bro. Anything can happen. They I don't know. They both. Very technical, you know, um, good defense on both sides. I'm looking forward to this fight, man. I, I, I want to lean towards Corey just because I think Corey belongs in the top five. I think he belongs fighting for belts. I think that's just who he's become. The dude is solid mentally. He's in a good spot even having dropped his what his last couple, I think, right? Yeah, Jan and Dillon. Well, Sean, yeah, but so. I mean
0: that – the Young fight was a legit loss. The Dillashaw fight, again, I bet Dillashaw, so I won some money on that. But there was some serious controversy. Who won
1: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So I think the dude is strong enough mentally to shake it and come back to scrap. But at the same time, you know, Song Yadong, he's been up and coming for a while. He beat my boy Casey Kenny, which, you know, I love. You know, he's um, – I think it's going to be a great fight. For me, I am going to stay away from this. If anything, man, do we just hope for some violence here and say, say it doesn't go?
0: I was gonna say, I think this card for for me at least, and I think you're on the same page, there's nothing on here that is gonna be a, a max unit play for me, a big unit play. It's all gonna be right. some sprinkle parlays. Let's get yeah. some fighters tied into each other. I am yeah. thinking of putting a couple large units on this fight, does not go the distance at plus one ten. I think that's a pretty good fucking line. For sure. Five rounds of two guys that want to beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. Um, you know, Corey is durable, Jan couldn't finish him. Yeah, little sure. shot couldn't finish them. And those were two five round fights as well. So uh, I'm hoping for violence. I think that's going to be my play here. Maybe it's not as big as I want it to be, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I like it.
1: Yeah, I like it. Good fight, though. I'm looking forward to this one.
0: All right. So what's that mean? We're uh, rolling right into week two.
1: What does that mean? We got some NFL. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: boy, Let's let's hope this is a, uh, a better <laughs> week than uh, last week here for the brand. All right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, week
0: one was wild, dude. Wild. Week, one was, week one was very wild. Uh, I will preface here. These lines keep fucking changing. These were what they were as of this afternoon. If they're different, mm-hmm. oh, well, go on DraftKings and check out what they are. Um, Chargers at the Chiefs. Thursday night football. I think the Chargers are le- Sorry. I think the Chargers are legit. I think the Chiefs looked unstoppable. I think yes. the Chargers actually had a real opponent, or the Chiefs really didn't. I think Arizona's not as good as I was hoping they were. Mm-hmm. Um I think Chiefs cover, not going to bet the spread. I am going to take the over-under at 54, though. Uh, I think this is a points game. Loved points. Let's get some points, 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 points on Thursday night.
1: Love it. I love the over in this situation as well, JB. I'm going to ride with you on that one. I think the key here is back to Arrowhead, man. That place is going to be rocking in KC. I mean, look, I'm not a huge Mahomes guy, but he's a need Tyreek Hill. I think that was made clear in week one. It's just a, it's an offense that's, it's gonna keep going, right? I think the Chargers are gonna have a good season, but I don't think they take this, and I think KC covers as well, a minus four. So there'll be there'll, there'll be some action on this one, JB. I think KC covers the spread, and I love me some points for that over.
0: Yeah, it's a good pick. I do think KC covers. What makes me nervous is it's plus four. What if KC wins by a field goal? We saw so much My, weird yeah, shit last yeah. week that yeah. that's the only reason. I do think KC wins the game. They did look unstoppable. Um, Whereas the over is just so much easier to root for, especially on Thursday night when there's only one game on, you just root for fucking touchdowns.
1: Absolutely, man. Absolutely.
0: All right, I'm just double-checking this line. That looks right. So what do you got? Miami at Baltimore. Much to my dismay, Miami beat the Patriots. I do <laughs> think it is more so the Patriots' secondary looked terrible. I think that touchdown right before the end of the half was completely in the Patriots, not so much the Dolphins being good. Back Jones fumbles, and they walk in the end zone. So Miami is still, in my mind, not that good. Baltimore destroyed the Jets. The Jets are terrible. So where do I go from here? This is Baltimore's make it or prove it to me game. If they knock the shit out of Miami, which they should, in my opinion, I think they should be more than minus three and a half here. Yep. Solidifies my opinion that Miami is not that good and Baltimore is legit. So I do like Baltimore minus three and a half here in Baltimore. I'm probably going to make that a parlay piece. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, look, I don't know about part a
1: piece, but for me, I am going to pick Baltimore here. Home game, I think, yeah, it was against the Jets where they put a beat down on display last week. But for me, JB, this is going to be very telling for Miami. On the road against Lamar Jackson, I think J.K. Dobbins is planning to suit up, man. He'll be back for the Ravens. So I think Baltimore is going to take this. But I'll tell you what, if Miami comes out and beats the Ravens on the road, then we got to have another conversation about the Dolphins, you and me. All right.
0: I will agree with that. <laughs> Again, they beat the Pats. So I have very little ground to stand on. The ground I have to stand on was he <laughs> either hit fucking Tyreek Hill for a fucking amazing pass or he threw it in the fucking ground. I still am not sold on too well. If they had a decent quarterback, I'd actually be sold in Miami.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. All right. Well, let's see how they do. I got the Ravens. I think they cover that spread as well. Don't know about the parlay. We'll, we'll, we'll see.
0: Cleveland against the Jets, Cleveland Mm. minus six over and under 39 and a half. Well, that's a low over under. I do think it's set appropriately. Um, I do like Cleveland here at minus six. I really do. I think the Jets are that bad. Um, Cleveland did beat what I do think is a better Carolina team. Uh, They kind of shut down Baker and Christian McCaffrey. Um, I'm going to take the Browns here at minus six. Not going to touch the over under, but I do like the Browns minus six.
1: I do as well. I do as well, J.B. You know what the difference is for me, man? I liked what I saw from the dual threat of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. I thought that worked, man. They both look damn good, and the defense looked good as well. They're not a bad team, the Browns. You know who's a bad team? You know who's a bad team? Jets. The New York Jets. What is Flacco going to start again?
0: Yippee. I don't know. Like, what I, the I, fuck, What are man? they doing? Like The guy was supposedly – could have gone, but they were like, oh, Flacco had all the reps, so we're going to go with him. I like, look, fucking I, Flacco. I don't know,
1: bro. I don't care. Cleveland covers at minus six, and I think the Jets are in for another long-ass season.
0: Yep, yep. No, I, I agree with you. Um, the only thing I will say that you said Cleveland is not a bad team. Um, athletic, they are not bad. They are terrible human beings on that team. Oh um, sure,
1: that's an important clarification. Very <laughs> yeah. important clarification. You yeah, do
0: have Deshaun Watson, who appears to be a rapist. They did sign a punter who also appears to be a rapist, and Kareem Hunt. Yeah, what's correct me if that? I'm wrong. Did beat the shit out of his wife, if I remember correctly. So, um, oh, did,
1: oh, did that? Did that happen as well?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Wasn't yeah. mixing up running backs beating the shit out of their wife because there were a lot of them. Um, there were
1: a few, yeah, quite a few yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah. So, because I'm pretty sure that's All why he
0: was. That's why I think that's why the Chiefs dumped his ass. Uh
1: yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So well, uh, well athletically
0: talented, they are scumbags. Let's be very clear on that. <laughs> All right. Good clarification. Thank you, sir. Uh, Washington at Detroit, Detroit Love minus it. one and a half. I'm loving Detroit at minus one and a half. I know I am a fader of the Washington football team, but I love the lions at minus one and a half. What do you got?
1: Can we just make a deal that we will never call them the commanders? Can we make a deal right here, right now? They
0: will always be the Washington football team. I won't even say that name because I refuse to acknowledge that that's their name. So they are the football team for the rest of my life.
1: (laughs) I love it, bro. I'll tell you what, I am looking forward to this game
0: because you get two teams
1: that are thought to be the bullshit of the league. That came out week one and scrapped, dude. I love that, man. I was not expecting the football team to have a performance whatsoever. I was not expecting Carson Wentz to be the talk of the town, bro. Talk of the league. Streamer this. Wave the wire that, dude. I was not expecting that. And they got some talent, the Washington football team, man. So, I look, I'm looking forward to this at home in Detroit. I tell you what, those home fans respect the team that fights back and scraps. So I think they bring it at home and kind of just give Carson Wentz and the gang a little bit of a reality check. That's what I think as well. Uh, minus one and a half, take it, take it all day, brother. I like it. Cool. So uh, this to me could very well be a parlay piece, but I don't know. We'll see.
0: Love it, love it. Um, Indy at Jacksonville. Indy is getting minus four. I'm staying away from this game. Um, I, they need to remove the nickname Matty Ice from Matt Ryan because he is anything but that. Um, sure. I, they look terrible. I don't know what they were doing. I don't know if they just got frazzled. Um, I'm staying away from Indianapolis until they can show me that they're doing something. So this is going to be a pass for me. Any thoughts? Couldn't,
1: I could not agree more, JB. I am on the same page as you, sir. Indy's got to show something, even against Jacksonville. Something. Fucking tie the Texans in week one. Get the fuck out of here. Meanwhile, Jacksonville, I, I think they're going to improve as the season goes on and on. Trevor Lawrence is gonna get better rapport with his weapons, let's say, but not normally I would slam Indy here, but after their week one performance, fucking forget it. Show me something.
0: Like it. Like it. Um, next one's an easy one. Tampa, mm-hmm. Tom Brady's still Tom Brady. The Saints barely got out of Atlanta alive, right? Um yeah. I think they have talent on New Orleans. I'm not sold on Winston. I know a lot of people are. It's Tom Brady, minus three, take it. Uh, probably a parlay piece, probably a straight-up piece for me.
1: Surprised with that line, man. Minus three, I'll take that all day. I guess the, the thing is, like, without Godwin, how much does the confidence drop? Uh, eh,
0: you know, like you oh, said. In real-time update. Day, I'm literally looking at DraftKings. It just dropped to minus it. two and a half. Is that right? Literally just a flash on the screen. It. and was like, update, minus two and a half
1: slam that shit man because i think if one thing we know about tom brady the surrounding cast does not always matter so if godwin doesn't suit up i'm not sweating it minus two and a half take it brother take it
0: yep (sighs) i'm gonna check real quick because i still don't believe this
1: yeah that's 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 very suspect bro very suspect
0: nope that's right um all right so carolina dogs Against the Giants, two and a half points. I'm staying away. The Giants shouldn't have beat the <laughs> Titans. Carolina shouldn't have lost the Browns. Uh, no, I want to take Carolina money line here because they're the better team. But no, until Carolina proves something, pass.
1: How do you bet? Yeah, how do you bet on this, bro? How do you how how could you bet on this? I mean, no, stay far far away. Look, I'm interested to see uh, what are the Giants got. Was that a Week One fluke? Is Saquon Barkley gonna fucking bring it this season? Does Carolina have any anything? Do they have anything to show? I don't know. Looking forward to seeing mm. how this one plays out, but I'm I have nothing to do with this.
0: What about this similar didn't hit last week, but the same gar- game parlay here McCaffrey and Barkley? I mean, I did it with Henry and and, and Barkley. Ooh, Henry's not the one who the didn't didn't pan out. yeah, so you Double do a TDs? same game parlay, yeah. two running back TDs, and then take both their overs, um, and rushing yards again. When I did it for it was like a massive juice, it was like plus five thousand. Um, I'd be very
1: interested in seeing that because I I really like the sound of that, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I'm going to look at that. I I like that. I like that. But otherwise, staying away from the game, maybe a same game parlay piece here. Sure, sure. I don't know what to say about this next one. The spread has been updated. The Patriots are actually two-point favorites against the Steelers. Now, just, just just to correct everyone here, the Steelers beat the defending AFC champions and the Patriots lost to the Dolphins. I don't understand this line. There is potential that Mac Jones does not play in this game. Um, Now, I know Pittsburgh lost T.J. Watt, it sounds like, for the season. Najee Harris might be banged up. My heart is betting New England. My heart wants to slam the New England Patriots (laughs) at minus one. I'm not touching this game. Show me something, Mac Jones. Prove me wrong. Call me out for not doing this. But until that happens, I'm not betting it.
1: All right, can you help me out for a sec, here, man? Can you help me understand how the Pats are minus one if Mac Jones is at risk of not playing after a week one that the Steelers had against the Bengals? Can you help me understand
0: this line? I can't. I don't. The Steelers are not good. Their quarterback is Mitch Trubisky. Oh, sure, so sure. One, I get it. Uh, yeah, no yeah. So, so one get can it. argue their backup, the Patriots, is just good. I don't. I don't understand it. I well, do na- think, Najee, Najee Harris
1: is good to go, bro. He's gonna play.
0: He's good. He's good. All yeah. Right. Um. T.J. Watt, I mean, the fact he's out, does that move the That's line not, that much? I, I shouldn't.
1: I mean, it's it's a blow to the defense for sure. But, I mean, I'm struggling with this one, J.B. I don't want to bet against the Pats for the second week in a row, bro. But, look, you're going to give me the Steelers plus money? Like, what?
0: I don't know, man. At home? Come on. The towel's flying? God, I don't even, don't, don't. That was those terrible titles are the fucking <laughs> lamest thing in the face of the year. Um, oh, it's, it's confusing, bro. How many I points think about did, that Steelers-Bengals game was a high-scoring game, right?
1: Uh, Well, it was it 23-20, to 20, was it? Uh, Let me check. Uh, yeah, you got 23-20, to Steelers won, so.
0: So I have the over-under here at 41. It just, it has dropped to 40. I mean, the Pats Here's defense can't exactly stop at anyone this year.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah, but that's. Mm. The Steelers D shined in that game, bro. Made Joe Burrow look like a fucking clown.
0: TJ Watts mm. out. Yeah, but
1: I don't know, man. I don't know. Look, like I got to think about this one. I'm very confused looking at this line. Very confused. I was too. I
0: literally yeah. typed it in before this, and I was like, that can't be right. I'll check it right before we go live. Checked again. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's right. And then I just checked it right before I clicked it because I was like, that can't be right. It's yeah. it's not right because it's minus two now, which makes even fucking less sense than the minus one. <laughs> so um let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah,
1: yeah. This is getting wild.
0: Uh Atlanta plus ten and a half against the Rams at LA. Staying away from it. I <laughs> the Rams look so terrible. Now, was that because the Bills are so good? Probably. But I want to prove that the Rams aren't that bad yet. So when you're favored by ten and a half, you gotta have a better performance than they did last Thursday night. So this is a pass for me.
1: Yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah, you're spot on, JB. You're spot on. Nothing to add. Uh it's a pass. Um minus ten and a half. No. If we were talking, you know, minus six and a half, minus seven, maybe I'll dabble because Atlanta's up to their same old bullshit with blowing leads. But yeah, the Rams gotta they're gonna they're to snap back into it, man. And they need more weapons than Cooper Cup. Like they need to get Van Jefferson or somebody back. Um, you know, Stafford, they're gonna do something, man. That was a pretty poor showing. For the uh, returning Super Bowl champs, man. So nah, pass.
0: Agreed. So this next one, the ticker, does not have the line because I did this on Monday during the game, and Seattle was obviously playing, so their lines weren't set. Um yeah. according to DraftKings right now, Seattle is plus eight and a half against the 49ers. Um over under is at 41 and a half. Potential sprinkle piece. Seattle plus three ten mm. against San Fran. Just take him straight money line.
1: Money San line 310. Plus, plus yeah.
0: Now, I know i was going to say, oh, the San Fran game was a complete, you know, rainstorm. That's what did it. It's fucking I was just gonna. I was
1: just going to say that. Yeah. I was just yeah. going to go there.
0: It's, it's football. It's football. There's snow. There's fucking rain. You play them both. It doesn't matter. You win or lose. I haven't been sold on San Fran all preseason. I have been sold on San Fran. I thought Seattle was going to be one of the worst teams in the league this year. I'm on the Geno Smith hype train. <laughs> I'm on it. Oh, I'm on it. God. They wear those fucking neon fucking green uh, uniforms again. Let's go. Gino Smith MVP is like plus eight thousand. Just saying. All right. So, um, but until you that you know to get that money to bet that, let's take Seattle plus three ten money line as a little sprinkle piece. To make the four o'clock games a little interesting.
1: Dude, I'm pretty sure we were ragging on Gino Smith pretty hard last
0: week, man. I'm pretty sure of it. Was total one eighty on the guy. That guy's got dude. dude his his comeback. <laughs> When they're like, you know, what do you have to say? He's like, well, people wrote me off, but I didn't write back. What, dude? Oh, come on, I love that is it. such an awesome comeback. Dude, that's some boss shit. People wrote me off, but I'm here. Like, how? he <laughs> Like, he had to have that, like, in his back pocket for that. That was so cool, dude. That quote's got to blow up, man. I want to see that
1: on walls, on memes, like, on everything. That's 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 some that's some boss shit, man. But look for this. This is when I think San Francisco. Comes back, man. I don't think they're going to suck this year. I think Seattle played very well at home. Very impressed with Gino Smith, man. Very impressed. Uh, they did take some losses on defense there. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm interested to see how long Gino plays at that level. I don't think, even with Elijah Mitchell out of the picture, uh, I, I don't think San Francisco is going to go 0-2 on the air. I don't. I'm going to take the Niners here. Now the odds... Damn, at plus three something. That's tempting on Seattle, man. I can't. Wow, that is tempting, JP. Yeah. Oh, man, don't make me join you on this. The one thing I'm going to get into here, if we talk about same game parlays, I think with Elijah Mitchell out, Debo Samuel is going to put up some serious, serious yards, rushing and passing. So that's something I'm going to be looking at for sure. Um, But, yeah, oof. My pick is San Fran. It's going to be, but let's see. Let's see what Seattle brings.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. This next one, I feel like I'm going to put in a parlay. Since he minus seven at Dallas, I know since he didn't yeah. look good against the Steelers. Burrow threw four interceptions. He's not going to do that again, in my opinion. In Dallas is without Dak Prescott. I think since he could make this a fucking runaway game very quickly. I don't like the over because simply I don't know if Dallas is going to be able to get in the end zone without Dak. And they couldn't get in the end zone with deck last week. So um since he minus seven, I think is pretty safe. I would love to see it at six and a half, but it's currently at seven and a half, isn't live updated line. So um still like it, probably gonna take it. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I think since he lets loose here. I think they had some cobwebs to shake out last week. They did. Dallas is going down quick. I'm telling you, man. I heard something about them potentially signing like Cam Newton or some bullshit. I thing. heard Colin Kaepernick,
0: which he's been talking about for okay. like four years now.
1: <laughs> oh, that would be that would be hilarious, dude. No, I, th- I think the Bengals take it, man. I think they take this one, and I think Dallas is in serious trouble. You want to lean on Zeke Elliott uh, to try and pound the rock in the absence of Dak? Go ahead. He is gonna break down real quick. That guy. That overworked poor son of a bitch i mean that's that's what i think is going to happen and then you know tony pollard will will fill the shoes but like i love seeing the cowboys fail man and i'm gonna love seeing Cincy blow them out i'm taking them i'll take them at minus seven maybe even an alternate spread minus 10 i i'm on cincy here parlay let's let's see what shakes out here
0: i like it i like it um (laughs) broncos country Let's ride. Oh,
1: let's ride. I was thinking of that when they got beat by the Hawks, man. I was thinking of that. What a horrible – I hate that you sent that to me. I hated watching it.
0: I hated his press conference afterwards. He is such a dud of a human being, Russell Wilson. Good guy, but just not someone you'd want to be a leader. Uh, again, don't have this on the screen because the did this on Monday when the game was live. Houston's plus 10. Broncos minus 10. Over under 45. Stay away. Stay far away. Denver looked terrible. Is Seattle that good? Is Seattle that bad? Who knows? Houston tied, who's supposed to be the good Colts this year. I stay away away from this game until you see a little bit more on each one of these teams. What are your thoughts? I might even take Houston. I might even take Houston. You know, when you say you don't know if
1: uh, Denver was that bad, Hawks are that good. Denver had, what, double-digit amount of penalties over the course of the night. The coach is looking like a clown with some of the calls they made. Like, that is a... That is a, a preseason team, right? which just shows when you you don't let your starters play at all in the preseason, what's the result? What you saw, what you saw against the Seahawks, that's the result. It was a uh, it was a horrible performance all around. And if you look yeah. at Houston, they played motivated bro. They played motivated. yeah, I was clowning them as I should have last week. However, I don't know. yeah plus 10 I might dabble on that mostly it's a combination of both. I think Houston, Um, they came to play week one. And if they come to play week two, they're going to come to play against a team that's still in the preseason, bro. So if you give me plus 10, what is it? Plus 10, plus 10.5. 10 I'm going to take it probably either way. But uh, I think subconsciously, I just hate that Broncos country let's ride thing, which I know is going to be on the jumbotron because that's at home. So I think mm-hmm. that's pushing me more towards Houston, to be brutally honest
0: with you. i I, I take Houston, bust the points. I. I Maybe you do like a parlay and you just like throw that extra one on. So you do like I don't know, 14 parlay and they're your fifth. And Yeah. You say, Fuck it. Yeah. Like a little bit. Yeah. More and make them my fifth. juice it uh, up. Juice it up. But yeah, not, not terrible. Not terrible. <sighs> this next one. I think Vegas wins. I think Vegas wins by more than a touchdown. It's in Vegas. I want to take the over under, but Arizona looks so bad. I don't know if they're going to get in the end zone. I do think Vegas is that good. Um, Vegas minus five and a half. I'm checking. They are still at minus five and a half. That's a parlay piece for me. What are your thoughts?
1: I want to see both. I want to see I want to see more out of both teams. More out of both. Yeah, Arizona looked like shit. I honestly thought Vegas I thought they might even take it against the Chargers and I didn't Josh Jacobs got to show me more. Just got to show me more all around, man. So I I'm I'm looking to uh see one of these teams show their true colors and sell me. I I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay away from this one.
0: I agree with that. I can see that. I, I, I'm somewhat really sold on Vegas, and I don't know why. Even though they lost the Chargers, I'm really sold on them still. Um, but as a we'll team, see. or just because it's Vegas? It's probably a little bit both. The new stadium, the <laughs> new, like, it's it's a sexy fucking team. It's yeah, it is. It is, game. man. It is. Um, Chicago plus 10 at Green Bay over under 43. This is a stay away game for me. Green Bay should absolutely beat the living shit out of them, specifically as not showing up last week. But again, yes. Aaron Rodgers is without his weapons. Where where is Devontae Adams? He's in Vegas. He doesn't know. Doesn't know what he's doing over there. So um, this is going to be. I want to see Green Bay smokes them, and it's like thirty five nothing. I'm back on Green Bay. That doesn't happen. Aaron Rodgers might have should, should have probably retired at that point. Yeah, you know, maybe should have retired before Tom Brady. You know, just gonna say what it is. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, I never would have guessed I'd be saying that I want to stay away from this as well. Like in week one, I would say, Green Bay Slaughter Fest. Oh, yeah, but guess what, man? Chicago played with hot Justin Fields. Look okay, man. The dude was out there showing some creativity. So, like, no, I just didn't see it from Green Bay. And holy shit, the frustration uh, from Andrew Aaron Rodgers, like. You got to say, like, when you have an all-wildy vet like Rogers pissed off after a week like that, I think the team's going to rally around that at home. Against the Bears team, they should beat, man. But, no, man, week two, again, show me. Show me something.
0: Yeah, and again, I, I, I'm not sold on him. Justin Fields, like, doing the belly flop in the rain, sliding down. Oh no, like, yeah, uh, no. I'm not a fan of him, but that's – that's something a badass quarterback does. That's not something Ow, who's like. No. Yeah, but come on. You can have more accomplishments
1: to do that shit, man. Yeah, I, hear
0: ya, I hear you. I hear you. I
1: hear you. Uh,
0: I hear you.
1: Tennessee oh, at Buffalo. Oh, here's, your, here's your survivor team, oh, JB.
0: God, I'm never going to let this down. <laughs> Buffalo <laughs> is going to destroy the Tennessee Titans. Am yeah. I going to take them at minus 10? No, I am not. 10 I points might. is too many points. It's too many points. Too many mm. points. They're mm. probably gonna win 35 nothing. I'm not taking them at minus 10. Teaser to get them down under seven, potential, but otherwise not touching them. Like to point out, this is your first of two Monday Night Football games next week.
1: That's okay. That is great to point out. It's actually where I was gonna start so you know why I'm taking the Bills at minus 10. You know why? Bills, Bills Mafia, mafia yeah. has yeah. an entire day to tailgate. An entire day. And then the gates will open. And the mafia, drunk as fuck, will enter that stadium and just cause a ruckus, dude. And they're going to feed off that. And I think you're looking at a Tennessee team that, um, hmm, um I don't know what hopes they had for the season. But those hopes were shattered week one. And I think they're just going to cave, bro. I'm
0: going to take the bills at minus 10. I will. It's not again. I do not like the Bills. Bills Mafia is so fucking cool. They literally took over is, LA man. on Thursday night. Like yeah. bars were so smart that like bars that would be like Rams bars would change it and say this is a Buffalo Bills bar. And it was packed. Yeah. Yeah. Rams I love Atlanta. fans nowhere because LA doesn't have real fans anywhere. Let's just call it what it is. LA is not a fan based city. Um, no, not at all. If Buffalo wasn't in the AFC East, I would root so goddamn hard for them to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. To be honest with you, it's a good but, point. Good point. Uh, <laughs> as a diehard Patriots fan, I hope they never, ever, 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 ever win one in my
1: lifetime. <laughs> yeah, I do like that you admit that they are extremely likable and the fan base—bunch of blue collar, beer drinking, football loving sons of bitches—love to see it, man. Love it.
0: To be clear, their fan base is likable. I still don't like their team.
1: Fair enough. I'll take that.
0: Okay. Moving on, because we are very over. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, Minnesota at Philly. <laughs> Philly minus one and a half. I know our thoughts on Philly. I'm big on Philly, too. Minnesota looked pretty damn good against they Green did. Bay. Is yeah, Green they Bay did. that good? Is Minnesota that bad? Philly played the game Other way around, Michigan. bro. You
1: mixed it up. Is Green Bay uh, that bad? Yeah. Is Minnesota that good?
0: Or is Philadelphia that good? Or Whoa. is Detroit that bad? Like I or I mix it up again. Fuck whiskey. Um anyway. Well, no, no, no. That that time it was correct. No, Philly barely beat Detroit. So is Philly that bad?
1: Oh, I see. I thought their or offense looked so guy. good, man. I thought their offense looked damn good. And uh yeah. yeah. All right. Well, look, why is it getting crossed here in the late hours? <laughs> why is I getting crossed? But can I jump hey JB, can I just jump in and say? I love me some Philadelphia Eagles this season. I love me some Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown connections. I, I I love it all day. And I what I love is, dude, I think this year is when Jalen Hurts really puts the fucking team on his, his back and takes him to the playoffs and beyond, man. And I love that the guy has to be respected by defenses. And he, you know what I loved in the week one, bro? He just handed it off, handed it off to Boston Scott, right? Handed it off to Miles Sanders. I mean, you know, they, it's it's they got weapons, bro, on offense. I really like that. And yeah, the Vikings look good, but I'll tell you what, Eagles at home minus one and a half. Yeah, I'm taking it, bro.
0: Don't hate it. Don't hate it at all. So as we were sitting here, because that was the last game of the week, right? Yep. Yeah. I did do a little parlay here. Uh, Tampa Bay, minus two and a half. Baltimore Ravens, minus three and a half. Detroit Lions, minus one and a half. Cincinnati Bengals, minus seven and a half. Raiders, minus five and a half. Five-team parlay, plus two, four, three, nine. (laughs) Sign me up. Oh, tasty. And you know what I'm going to do on top of that? I like what? Seven-point teaser. So you take all those teams that are favorites. You make them dogs. You give them points. You give them seven points. Oh, Jesus. So Tampa Bay plus four and a half. Ravens plus three and a half. Lions plus five and a half. Cincinnati basically pick them. They have to win by point five. Mm-hmm. Raiders plus one and a half. That's a plus three twenty. So you say really? you put whatever you're gonna bet really on that parlay, also on the teaser. So if your parlay loses, you're still up on the teaser. I, I like Tempting. this a lot. I like this a lot.
1: Huh, JB, that is some logic I can get down with. I've never been big into the teaser game, but when you put it like that, damn. The only thing I don't know about there is that uh, that Vegas Cardinals game. I don't know, but I yeah, do you, JB? I like it.
0: I like it. I like it. All right, we are running over, so I am just gonna run some through some college games really quick here. Oh yeah, speed round. UConn at Michigan. Michigan minus 47. When someone is favored by 47 points. Holy and the shit. over-under is only at 60. You take the over. Michigan covered <laughs> the over last week. They're going to cover the over again this week. They Jesus may do it Christ. by themselves. Love the over. <laughs> uh, Buffalo, Coast Carolina. Coastal Carolina minus 14. Over-under 59. Like the over-under. Don't love it. Got to see what I can find about that one. <laughs> hmm. California at Notre Dame. Notre Dame is minus 10 and a half. Well, Cal hmm. is not good. Notre Dame has done nothing this season. Hey, um, they,
1: covered the, they covered that plus 17 spread, didn't they? They
0: did, but it's a loss. I don't know. Plus sure. and a half for them for what they've done is pretty outrageous to me. <laughs> what I'm wondering is that over under at 41 is super low. Yes. Um, good eye. Even for two defensive teams. So I think that over under is going to hit. So that's probably an overplay for me. Mm, like it. Tulane Kansas State, minus 14. Don't love the spread. Love the over-under at 47. You can see where this is going. I love these points. It. Points. <laughs> Colorado at Minnesota. Minnesota minus 27.5. Over-under forty six. Forty 46.5. Again, when the spread is 27.5 and, yeah, and the over-under is only 46. Let's Take see. The, the spread's going to hit and the over's going to hit. Smash, bro. BYU against Oregon. I don't know if I'm going to touch this. I will say I'm very excited to watch this game. Number 12 versus number 25. Oregon has to win this to stay relevant. Like, number 25 is you are at basically the end of it. You're either going to become ranked or unranked. Why Oregon is favored, I don't know. BYU money Uh line is a potential play over under is a potential money line play here.
1: Just how do you have any confidence in Oregon? How do you? How do That's you? my point.
0: Like they went up three points that fucking first game, and they're favored by three and a half.
1: Oh god, I just don't know. Nah. Don't see it. Don't get it. Get me out of here.
0: Like it, like it. Kansas at Houston minus ten. Don't love the spread. Love the over under at fifty seven. That's definitely going to hit. They that may be a Boston Bruce bets lock. I'm not lying. Ooh. That is going to be about seventy five points scored in that game oh you confident i like it i'm so fucking confident i you know i'm we, we we're, we're get some good mojo here going all right we gotta stay positive so that that exactly. over under is gonna hit lock it um, up texas tech nc state nc state five or minus 10 over under 55 and a half over under like it don't love it potentially parlay peace all right all right Toledo at Ohio State. Ohio State minus 32, 32 over under 61. Goes back to the theory. You are favored by yep. 32 points. There's got to be 61 points scored in that game. Sure, sure. Same theory as the next one. Akron at Tennessee. Tennessee is favored by 47 and a half points. Jesus. Over under is 67. There will be 67 points scored in that game. If the spread.
1: 47 and a half points.
0: My God. This is why college football is so fucking absurd. How, how do they um, make these matchups, man? But like, Who's sitting there in Vegas being like, I don't know, is it 45 and a half <laughs> right, or is dude, it 46 exactly. and a half? It's like, it's a fucking blowout. <laughs> Who cares? God damn it. Um, Arkansas State at Memphis. minus Memphis is minus 14, over under 65. Again, like the over, don't love it. South Florida at florida minus 24 over under 59 i actually don't like the 24 spread just because i think it's a florida rivalry game but over under 59 mm. i
1: think might hit yeah okay
0: miami at texas a m oh, yeah. the wrong team is favored here number 13 is an underdog yeah. texas a m lost to someone they were not supposed to last week I want to say it was appalachian state but i could be wrong um Potential Miami money play M- Miami money line play here over under 45 for two top 25 teams. I think it's pretty low. So probably over under over play here as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: San Diego state at Utah, Utah minus 21, 21. Don't love the spread over under 49 more. So like it, cause it's like a 10 o'clock game. So if you really need oh, to yeah, stay yeah. alive, let's just like, you know, start watching football at 10 PM and just start really going at it here. Yeah. I uh, like that.
1: I-, I love that. I love that.
0: So the, the method here is gonna be basically it's gonna be points going forward here. Like there might be a couple of money line shots, but I'm basically going to only be focusing on points. Um we got away, we're doing a little too much spread parlay in my action. So we're just doing points parlay. We're gonna do a points parlay and a super points parlay. I haven't figured out who's in each one, but that's gonna be the college football plays going forward. Love it, JB.
1: What what was the lock again? The one that you said, yeah, I think there was a 75 point claim or something to that nature.
0: Kansas at Houston over under Excellent. is only at 57.
1: Lock, it. Yeah. Lock yeah. Okay. it up. Got it. Understood.
0: <laughs> we don't have a lot coming up because we got a lot of gambling to do with uh, football, UFC, and all this other True. shit. What we are going to do is go to Foxwoods and check out the DraftKings Sportsbook on October 1st. So, uh, DraftKings, yeah. we're coming for you. I'm going to tag you. Maybe, you know, bring your Boston Bruise bets koozie if you take care of us.
1: That's it. Bait them. Bait them with the koozie,
0: JB. That's all I got. We are super long today, Joe. We are an hour and 23 minutes currently, so we're going to try to cut it down, but I think (sighs) we had to talk a lot about week one, a lot about UFC. I don't have too much more to say other than the picks. We're going to probably mess around with the format a little bit. I think we're going to do some sort Mm -hmm. of Google Doc, Excel sheet, start tracking picks. It's way too hard to start tracking this shit on Instagram and all that with the fucking posts, and quite frankly, there's not a website that I really have found yet that I like to trust it. So. Um, sure. more changes coming there. Otherwise, you got any final thoughts there, Joey?
1: No, we're still, I mean, like you said, we're still figuring this thing out. What's most important is even on a day like today, like JB, you and I were like, Jesus Christ, work kicked my ass. What the fuck? Gotta do this and that. And it's like, hey, hey, fucking log in, turn the goddamn mic on, pour yourself a glass or two. Don't care if you prepared anything, don't care if we even know the agenda, which is why we've been talking for about an hour and a half, right? This is this is the whole point of the podcast, man. Shoot the shit, have a good time, drink some shit, talk about betting, man. So we'll figure it out to make things more efficient in the future, right? But for now, JB,
0: hey, it's been a pleasure, man. As always, been a pleasure. And uh, it's been a little rough patch here for gambling-wise. But you know what? We got that philosophy. You got to stay positive. So stay everyone, positive, baby. Stay positive out there, baby. And uh, we'll see you next week.
1: <laughs> Peace.